This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1289. What is the definition of financial independence? By ESI of esimoney.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Happy Saturday to you and happy Rosh Hashanah if you're celebrating Shana Tova. Thanks so much for listening in. I've got a post today from ESI of ESI Money, and I'm gonna keep this weekend intro nice and short for you. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. What is the definition of financial independence by ESI of ESIMoney.com? Summary. This post answers the question, what is financial independence, by providing a workable definition for the phrase. This post was going to be about the key factors people need to consider and manage to achieve financial independence, but we're going to have to save that for another time. The reason we're going to have to wait is because I'm not sure what the definition of financial independence is. As I started to write the initial post, I looked up the definition on Google and found there actually is no single definition. There are multiple definitions with slight but meaningful differences. So on this post, we'll work on answering what is financial independence? Surely with all the smart people that read this blog, we can figure it out, right? The many definitions of financial independence. While I did find a variety of meanings for financial independence, there are really two that seem to be competing for the definition of financial independence. So let's begin by reviewing the one I like the best. Here's the definition of financial independence I agree with most from the Think, Save, Retire blog. And for your information, the post also lists how other bloggers define financial independence. For me, financial independence is simple. It means that you are not beholden to a job to provide for your livelihood. Instead, your wealth supports your lifestyle. The keys to this definition to me are, you do not have to work. You can choose to if you like, but it's not required. Your expenses are covered by your assets, the income generated by them, drawing down, or spending your assets, or a combination of both. And your assets cover your expenses indefinitely. This is not stated outright, but to me, it is implied. For instance, if your assets cover your expenses for three years, you are not financially independent under this definition, or in my book either. This is also the definition that Retire by 40 uses as follows. Financial independence, supporting our lifestyle with passive income and side hustles while minimizing withdrawal from our savings. He does throw side hustles in there, which I don't think is needed, but generally we're on the same page but there is another point of view out there. Income-only financial independence. The second major definition I ran into is similar to the first, but different in one key measure. Wikipedia explains it as follows. Quote, financial independence is generally used to describe the state of having sufficient personal wealth to live without having to work actively for basic necessities. For financially independent people, their assets generate income that is greater than their expenses. For example, a person's quarterly expenses may total $4,000. They receive dividends from stocks they have previously purchased, totaling $5,000 quarterly, while also having more money in other assets. Under these circumstances, a person is financially independent. End quote. In other words, you are not financially independent unless income from your assets covers your expenses. It doesn't matter if you have enough assets to cover expenses, it's income that is the key but it's a bit confusing as there's a whole lot to consider in their definition. Having sufficient personal wealth sounds like they're initially okay with the wealth and not income definition of financial independence. 
Work actively. Is there inactive work? Do they mean passive income? Basic necessities. Is this different than living expenses? They appear to agree with the first definition, except they do not allow for the drawdown of assets. They say to be financially independent, income from your assets needs to cover your expenses. This is the same concept promoted by Early Retirement Extreme, the blog that was a key part of bringing financial independence to the mainstream. Here's what he says. Financial independence is defined as being able to meet all current and future cash outflows with passive cash inflows. Again, no use of assets allowed. Money boss J.D. Roth, you may remember him as the guy who started Get Rich Slowly, built it up to a huge blog, then sold it for a gazillion dollars, agrees with them. He says, financial independence is the ultimate goal for most folks. At this stage, your investment income is sufficient to fund your current standard of living for the rest of your life. You can afford the basics, but you can afford some comforts too. You have enough. So JD agrees with the income covers expenses definition of financial independence. My take on financial independence. I completely disagree with the definition that does not allow for the use of assets to be financially independent. And here's why. Consider this extreme example. A guy has a billion dollars in assets and no debt. His assets generate no income. His annual expenses are $100,000. Is he financially independent? I'd say he is. At 100K spend per year, it would take him 10,000 years to spend everything. I think that's well past how long most people live. Even at spending a million dollars a year, he'd have enough for a thousand years. Certainly, he's FI, right? That said, having your assets generate enough income to cover expenses could be considered a higher form of financial independence. It gives an added level of freedom because you never have to worry about your assets running out since they're never used, only the income. This is the type of financial independence I have, but I still believe the first definition is a better one. How I define financial independence. Taking all this into account, here's my definition of financial independence. Having wealth to cover expenses indefinitely. We could throw in without having to work if anyone likes, but I think it's implied. I also don't think it has to be only from income, but could be from assets too, so that's why I didn't qualify it. You just listened to the post titled, What is the Definition of Financial Independence? by ESI of ESIMoney.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And that's gonna do it for today. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. And thanks as always for listening. I'll be back here with you tomorrow and that's where your optimal life awaits.